Hi, welcome back to the Bible Project. You've reached part 27 in our journey through the book of Genesis, and we've arrived at the beginning of Genesis chapter 3, and I've titled today's short talk, What Does Temptation Look Like? I'd like to remind you that the episode notes for all these talks, the transcript of each talk, is available in the podcast notes section on the audio version on the Buzzsprout website. And I'll also be back at the end of this session to tell you about the various links and information you'll find there. About 15 years ago, I listened to a recording of a men's prayer breakfast in the United States. And the speaker, if I remember correctly, was a man called Bob Burnham, who at the time of giving his talk, he was the assistant chief of police for the Los Angeles Police Department. He told of a very dramatic story, so dramatic I have never really forgotten it. He talked about how when he was a young, newly qualified police officer, he pulled over a large limousine for what he thought at the time was just a potentially minor traffic offence. He walked up to the window in order to ask to see the driving license of the driver. But as he approached the vehicle, he noticed what he thought was some suspicious activity in the rest of the car, and he suspected that people were trying to hide or dispose of something. When the man in the back of the car, the man in effect who was being driven, noticed that the police officer was getting suspicious, he wound down his window and this is what he said. Suppose I was to get the driver to pop the boot of my car and suppose you were to find a suitcase in the trunk with $250,000 in cash in it. And suppose if you were to take that suitcase and drive off, do you realise I would not even have been able to see your badge number? How is that for a temptation? Well, Bob Burnham immediately arrested the driver and the passenger, and the driver later on was fined for a drug offence, but he got off with a minor driving offence. Interestingly, the passenger, who was a very powerful local man, also got off for attempting to bribe a police officer, probably because of the very carefully chosen words he had used in his interaction with the policeman. But that was really quite some temptation that faced that young guy that time, wasn't it? Now, we all face temptations in life. Yours and mine may not be so dramatic or so obvious to recognise as temptations, and I doubt they'll be so potentially financially lucrative as the one that he faced that day, but your temptation and my temptations are just as real nonetheless. And they're just as significant to our spiritual well-being as even a dramatic one like that on that day. Your temptation may be to take something that isn't really yours, or it may be just simply to repeat something you heard that you really should not repeat. One of the problems we have in this day and age is we don't really think that much about temptation. We don't analyse what's going on, so we can't even recognise it when it appears. And we don't spot it before it happens. And because of that, we are often not prepared to resist it. So what I want to do over the next couple of podcasts is to ask what is the nature of temptation? 
and by looking at some of the things that Satan does here in the Garden of Eden, in the book of Genesis, we can recognize a template, if you like, for temptation. And we might also recognize how he might try to tempt us in the future. This is the one passage in the Bible which probably better than any other defines for us how Satan works and how he will try to tempt us also. It is also one of the most useful passages in pre-arming us in how to respond to any temptation that we might face. This is, of course, the story of the first temptation that takes place in the Garden of Eden here in the opening of Genesis chapter 3. Believe me, friends, this has a much wider application for all of us living today, probably wider than you can even possibly imagine. And it begins with this opening verse of chapter 3, verse 1, which says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from the tree in the garden? This opening verse is packed with insights about how Satan actually operates. And I want to look at it quite closely. And we'll begin that process next time. I hope you'll join me then. Okay, everyone. That's it for this time. Now, the place to go for all the links to this ministry and other ministries and podcasts that I do is the podcast notes section of this podcast on the Buzzsprout website. There you'll find links to the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, the sister podcast, the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, and also links even to my SoundCloud page where I create the background music and sound design for this podcast. And there's also, even if you're that way inclined, a place where you can support the podcast and the other ministries to the tune of £1 a month, which really helps with the funding and costs of doing this. But other than that, I really trust you've been blessed by our time together, and I hope to see you all here again very soon.